It's been a while since I've been around. I have been busy with my actual real job, because none of you guys actually pay me to do this. So yeah, let's do this again though, right? It's time for another episode of I Drink and I Podcast. You know, coming up with ideas and concepts by yourself is kind of hard. But when you take time away, you can come back with some really good content. What content is that? Well, first, I can't tell you that. I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Because that's the whole part of this spiel, right? While I'm drinking... Uh, I'm drinking something interesting. Let's just say uh, this was given to me. I say I enjoy it, but I'm not going to say I don't. I don't understand it. But I'm drinking it. And I keep drinking it. I don't know why. It's like... And I don't know how I got them. They were just given to me, like, on my desk. It was kind of nice, really, but... uh, I guess maybe I had a fan at work. Uh, uh, Most people at work don't know I do this, which is great. But dropped off on my desk were these slim cans of a zero-carb beer. That's right. A super crisp light beer called Bud Light Next. Uh, I don't know if I hate them. I don't know if I like them, but I keep drinking them. So I guess I keep liking them. I don't know why. It makes no sense in my mind. But guess what? If you are keto, I guess this is keto friendly. <laughs> no carbs, right? Except the alcohol part, but that's that's another topic. I have to do a nice little story on these wonderful people I know called Keto Bros. Yeah, they're going to love that episode. Mm-hmm. But on to today's topic. I'm finally going to do a part two because someone actually told me I haven't done a part two. But this actually coincides with a part two, a good part two. NFL. That's right. We're going to go after the NFL again. But this time, on their concussions. That's right. Remember the concussion things? Yeah, they're still going on. In case you don't know or... uh, Sitting down on the rock somewhere. Tua Tonga Viola. What a name, right? Tonga Viola. Let's go back and look. You can go look it up. It's a specific clip. Uh, it was against the Buffalo Bills, right? So he gets hit. Now it's not a direct hit, wrap up. It's more of a, it's a push shove ball. He's a, he just tossed the ball, so it's it's a referee in the passer play essentially. You know unnecessary but you go and review it and they're showing multiple angles multiple angles multiple angles and they finally get to the right angle that shows him landing on his back but then whiplashing that damn head right on the turf like hard you can see it was a hard fall back on the head too so he got up he looked just fine you know until a few steps later, he started getting eh, a little jello-legged. Right, you know, it, you know that feeling where your foot fell asleep and you kind of stutter a little bit. You're like, ah, dang it. <laughs> Way worse. Um, I mean, the guy just got hit. And worst thing is, he gets right back up and, you know, he's ready to play. Tough SOB. I'm going to give him that. Tua is a 
tough guy. But the way you look at it, I've had my issues with backs. You know, just, I guess, I just have a bad back, I guess. But I've never gone to the point where I got wobbly-legged because of it. Because that was the actual official statement that came out of these guys. And specifically Tua, saying, no, it's my back. Um, I mean, yeah, you'll let a, a guy with bad back play. I mean, hell, we let Tony Romo play forever with one. Well, at least the Cowboys did. <laughs> uh, but Tua, Tua stumbled, and he was essentially had to be helped, which is the bad look. I mean, so you go watch the clip. You see him stumbling around with his jello legs that he has. His jelloy legs. They play the game. They win. Four days later, yes, that's right, four days later, they played Sunday, the Bills, and now they're Thursday night football against the Bengals. And Tua rolled out of the pocket during one of his plays. I can't remember what play it is at this point. Rolls out, it's wide open, no one around him, and then just gets tackled, get a big old whiplash tackle by Josh Tupel. NFL players and their names. I mean, (laughs) can't pronounce half of them, and some of them make no sense. But at least I can pronounce their first name. So Josh Tupel from the Bengals. Now, here's where it gets screwed up, right? Two is on the ground, and the announcers watching the and making their play-by-play, commenting, well, he wrenched his back, you know, just last week. Uh, uh, No. He did that on Sunday. It's Thursday. Can these guys not add? Well, that's probably right, because they probably had concussions themselves. Broadcast cuts away, and he's still on the field. Broadcast rejoins after a wonderful timing commercial of a little bit of chicken fried, right? If you don't know that joke, go go look up that joke. They keep replaying the hit, and it keeps showing a tight shot of a man literally looked like he's having a seizure. I mean, he's showing signs of decorative or decorative uh, posturing. I think that's what it's called, um, which is basically a symptom of head injuries. You, it's a seizure-looking symptom. You tense up, and you. Uh, but you go back, and you realize. That dude was just whacked in the head Sunday night. And now he's showing the same symptoms again. For those of you who don't know, second impact syndrome can kill you. Or very least, change your life. And guess what? It is changing his life. Now, a coworker of mine actually said, there's no good test for concussion, which is 100% Bulls. Shite. Yes. Just like that. And that exact behavior right there is what's enabling the NFL and the players not to act correctly. How can you tell concussion? Yes, it is true. You can get hit in the freaking head and walk right back out there and be fine. 
That happens all the time. There's a lot of adrenaline going, especially with this. But there's tests, cognitive tests, but they do it like 15 minutes, you know? Just like this podcast, 15 minutes. They could listen to this podcast while doing their evaluations. But look at it this way. There is video evidence of a man getting hit in the head. Not directly, helmet to helmet, not by an actual you know, person grabbing him and smashing his head to head. It was head to ground. It was head to ground. Ground don't move, people. Uh, now, here's the, here's the thing. Concussions take time. Yes, you can have a concussion with helmets. Duh. No. Get smacked, smacked in the head. And it takes time to test those things. Time is money to those players. Player not playing is losing money. Player's brand is hurting. Team's not winning. Team wants them out there. Well, guess what? Got smacked in the head. Chance of a concussion is pretty damn high. It's really high if you had it just four freaking days ago and no one caught it the first time. If you have wobbly legs, that's a concussion. I don't care which way you, you deal with it. Players lie. Big time. Players lie. My back hurts. It's not my head. But you know what? Teams have a whole team of line doctors and teams lying, players lying. Yes, they even had an independent doctor who was fired, which doesn't really look good for the NFL, by the way, because <laughs> it means he screwed up. And he knows he probably screwed up. But that don't mean a damn thing, right? Go back to my previous episode on this. And realize this has been going on for a long time. Independent doctor, my ass. Corruption and ego play too much into this. Tua should have been pulled on Sunday's game and not allowed to play the rest of that game. Bad back, my ass. My back hurt too. Well, it's not a concussion then. Yeah, sure. 15 minutes, you know, people can walk right back up and be fine. Are they really though? One day later, all the symptoms show up. That's what happens a lot of times. Sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it can be two, three days later. So Tua's career in the NFL just got cut because he's in the joking NFL concussion protocol. Player adrenaline and desire to play cannot overrule his gross motor instability that we saw on Sunday and Thursday. That video actually made me sick. It's one of the few videos I really don't like watching. But if you're into that type of stuff, you can watch it too. Because um, I do know players have done this. I've actually known a player to do this in the college. He was hit in the head. He went to concussion protocol. He had all the signs and symptoms of a concussion. Went through everything. Backup quarterback came in, started playing well. Well, now your starter is back to being healthy again. Well, then he kind of started stumbling around. He wasn't doing well. He was still dizzy. He was still there. I was like, okay. They extended it. They kept him on light workouts, just low things, just kept him moving, kept, just kept an eye on him. But then weeks go by. Now we're weeks into the season. This is already, you know, we're in conference play and this, uh, player is still acting like 
He just got a concussion. That's That doesn't make sense, right? This is where we find out the interesting stuff. They ask him these things. How are you feeling? He goes, I still feel sick. He's still dizzy. Still get nausea. Still get, yeah. I was like, okay. So they kept him off. Now it's a month before the end of the season. And he still has these symptoms. So now everyone's extremely worried that he was getting better and he gets worse. He gets better and then he gets worse. What's going on? Then they ask him these questions. Hey, going through everything that you've gotten, having one concussion like the way you've had doesn't make sense. At least in their careers, these medical professionals were actually asking these questions. Thank God. The problem is they didn't ask it at the beginning of the time. They ask him these one thing. Have you ever had a concussion? And the guy says, no. That's a, a warning sign right there. You've never had a concussion. You played, you know, all this time in high school, four years playing in high school, you know, a year in college, and you've never had one? doesn't make sense. You Usually you were going to get one, especially during, you know, growing up in your entire life playing tackle football. Then they ask him this key freaking phrase. Have you ever been knocked out? And he says, oh yeah, at least four times. Four times. Four times his kid was knocked out. Because he didn't even understand what that meant. No one's explained that to these kids. NFL is not explaining it to their players. NFLPA is also not explaining it. Guys... You get hit a certain amount of times, get knocked out, that is a concussion. Whether you thought it was or not. So now this player had to been told, your career in college is over today. You are never going to play again. Kid's breaking down in freaking tears. Because he's told he's had five concussions in his life. He cannot play college anymore. They, we will not sign him off on it and no other team will take him. Tua Tonga Viola, you basically had to. Your career just got cut in half through bad medical choices. I hope this makes a little wake-up call to some of those other NFL guys and realizes your health is way more important than the potential to win. Because you can win all you want. But if you're not alive, don't matter. And that's the end of the episode. Hey, sorry I've been away for so long, but I will be back hopefully a little more regularly. Until next time, it's Mr. PNS signing off. <laughs>